Floor is a straightforward, you know, a rock and roll band. We have a good time and we hope people join us. Two, 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 hey, hey, hey. One, two. I mean, this band was started in the name of fun, and that's exactly what we try and bring. Bring merriment and camaraderie to a whole bunch of people that hopefully paid some money to get into a show for us. <laughs> hey, we're the four on the floor from Minnesota. Thank you all for coming out. These songs will be in 4-4 time. Thanks again for being a part of an early evening with us. We do appreciate that. Let's have some fun. then that's when we hit our groove. Like, we feed off of their energy, that builds our energy up, and vice versa, and then it just builds and builds. I want people's spines to tingle. I'm trying to make everyone else feel even half as excited as I'm feeling when I play my guitar. When I look out into the audience and see people get into it, that's that's what I play music for. It's to connect with people. And, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, really serious music out there, and I think that has its place too. But uh, we're we're here to have a good time, and people should should connect with that. Come 
Yeah, Four on the Floor started out as me and my buddy James just jamming in a vacant bedroom of my house. We started jamming, started, you know, stomping out the beat, and songs grew from there. And then right before our first show, I wanted to play bass drum, and then I decided everybody was going to play bass drum. The thought was, let's all play bass drums. Let's make this like a Genghis Khan, like, thump. I remember reading about, you know, people would flee villages, you know, when Genghis, when his army was miles and miles away because you could hear him coming. And I can only imagine how scary that would be. Like being in some, you know, Hodunk village and you just hear drums and just relentless drums. You know, like you're trying to sleep or trying to work or do anything and there's just drums and like you know they're coming and they're coming for you. Like that's, that's scary. I really want it to be a thing where the audience, you could take the audience with you. Like if, if four guys can somewhat keep the same beat, they can, they can stomp along with you. Like it's not rocket science music, this is stuff that you can, you, you can feel in your sternum. Born a toe, I'm gonna get you. Carry you off of your feet. Born a toe, I'm gonna get you, girl. Carry you down to your knees, oh, it's just fire love. Just the sound of your truth. Just fire love, baby. See you preserved by you.
the end goal is to play music sustainably. Mm -hmm. You know, have a, have a base. I don't know what else I'd do. Yeah, I'm not good at anything else. <laughs> I think a lot of people, they look at what we're doing, they're like, man, I really wish that I could do what you guys are doing. And I look at them straight in the eye, I'm like, you can. Just, you just have to. Try harder. You just have to do it. And, do and it. a lot of people, you know, they find their niche and they do their thing and they don't save a lot of time for, uh, for making music. It's a choice that it, it's a hard for a lot of people and I completely understand when folks can't do it because it's a, it's a grueling thing and there's not a lot of payoff. And the biggest payoff is you get to do, where do what your passion is. You get to be a part of it. And I'm super content being a part of it, even when it's hard to make ends meet. What was the question? <laughs> What's the biggest obstacle for bands right now? I mean, that's the funny thing, because I feel like when people ask that question, they think the hardest thing is like trying to get signed or getting people out to shows. And it's like, no, it's not. If you, if you, if you make music that you love and you continually go out and make an effort at it, you, you're going to keep swinging and you're going to keep, you're going to, you're going to find some hits. Mm -hmm. And you got to jump off the cliff. You can't be cozy in a cubicle 40 hours a week and then be, oh, hey, I'm, no, I want to I do this. Like, you, you got to be all in. And that's hard for a lot of people. I see problems down the line. I know they're not mine. Don't wash the dirt out from your hands. Doing the same mistake twice. Making the same mistake twice. Come on over, be so wise. It's not about compromise. I see problems down the line. I know they're not mine.
We play a lot of long shows. There's certain shows where you really, you push yourself to the limit. We played Ed's No Name Bar, and I think it was like 106 degrees inside. You're trying not to drip on all of your electronics, you're sweating so much. I don't have a typical day, but if I don't have a lot going on, I'll wake up and make a smoothie and go for a bike ride. Spend a little bit of time writing or woodshedding my guitar, trying to become a better guitar player. So what, what aspect of playing guitar was always the hardest for you? In the last five years, I've become a lot more confident in soloing. I was never really a dude who liked taking a solo. Also, playing fast has never been a forte or playing a lot of notes. I'm not wired that way. But you guys do some pretty fast. Yeah, no, we, we, we play fast. I mean, you put an electric guitar in your hands and you, you want to be loud and fast some of the time. A lot of time when we start going fast, I just, I hold on for dear life, but that, that's all right. <laughs> On Lake Street during the weekends, you know, you see so many people and, you know, you can kind of snapshot somebody, you know, envision their entire life story based upon, like, the song they're singing along to or the person they're cursing out on the phone. And you try and figure out where they all belong. And we all belong together at the end of the day. And that's kind of the big picture. You don't need a spot to belong. You just need to be a part of it.
what's the least fun about being in a band touring? Waiting your turn uh, to take the shower, to use the shower in the hotel. I'm going to be the fourth one going in there. And all the towels have been used, and the floor is wet. <laughs> and there are hairs stuck to the wall. That's the worst part about being in a touring band. <laughs> Everything else rules. It's not an easy life, you know, I mean, you gotta hustle, you gotta work hard. And it can be so easy if you're just smart about it. Yeah. You don't, just don't live beyond your means and... It's, yeah, I would say it's hard work. It's, it's, it's hard the hard hardest work that I've ever had and I love coming to work every day, which is the difference I have with anything else I've ever done in my life. I don't mm. know. There's a lot of turns that I take now where I find a lot of dead ends and you just turn around and, I mean, you just keep shooting, you just keep driving. There's just, a, there's a lot of... There's a lot of unknowns, and the way I kind of started this band was let's see how big the oven is, and let's put every pan on there and just watch. And when the meal starts looking good, just watch that pan a little more and let the other ones boil over if they have to. So it's a lot of trial and error. They got down when they should have got up. They got down when they should have got up. They got down when they should have been getting back up again. I grew up in Stephen, Minnesota. It's a very small town in north-northwest-west Minnesota. It was population 709 at that point. I wanted to be a drummer growing up, and to be a drummer in fifth and sixth grade, you had to take piano lessons, and I was not taking piano lessons, so I could not be a drummer. So why, why wouldn't you take piano lessons? I'm sure my mom and dad, they have different recollections, but 
Marilyn, the only piano teacher in the area, lived east of town, and we lived west of town. So I found my dad's guitar, and that summer I couldn't drive yet, so I spent a lot of time out on the farm, and I just played just chords over and over again. I had like, you know, the cheesiest book ever with like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Row Your Boat and Mary Had a Little Lamb. You know, I made it a point to, I'm gonna be able to go between all these chords pretty fluidly by the end of the summer. And that was, that was my goal and that's, that's, what, that's what happened. Do you think growing up on a farm has influenced how you approach music and songwriting? And I think growing up on a farm definitely uh, had an effect on me, but I think everything you do has an effect on you. So. You know, to say the farm was a huge factor would just be like, well, yeah, if, you, if I lived in a skyscraper growing up, that would have been a huge factor. Yeah, there's a lot of songs that were about gravel roads and buddies picking you up or not picking you up. Yeah, I write a lot of slow, you know, bluesy, you know, feel sorry for me or feel, feel sorry for somebody songs. And then I write a lot of songs that are like, well, everybody come have a good time. Like there's a lot of heavy stuff that can weigh you down in the world, like very easily. And you know, just be happy for the moment. Be happy for two and a half minutes.
This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.